This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mike Moustakis hit a sacrifice fly in the bottom of the ninth to play Tommy Pham with the only run of the game as the Reds beat the New York Mets at Great American Ballpark on Tuesday night. Final score, 1-0. It was a good outing for Nick Lodolo in his first start coming off the injured list. He pitched four and two-thirds scoreless innings with eight strikeouts. The much maligned Reds bullpen did the job on Tuesday, pitching four and a third innings of three-hit shutout baseball. Time to get some final thoughts on the game from Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, Jed. Great win tonight, Cowboy, as the Reds walk it off one to nothing over the Mets. And, uh, boy, what a culmination to a really brilliantly pitched ball game. Yeah, I, I thought both sides, uh, you're, you're facing Max Scherzer, you know you're in for a heck of a ball game. And he lived up to expectations. But the flip side of that is so did Nick Lodolo. Nick Lodolo threw the ball awfully well. And let's give credit where credit is due. Four and a third scoreless innings out of the Reds' bullpen. And that's what really gave the Reds an opportunity late in this ball game to put a run on the board and win this thing. Well, let me ask you this. Is that the type of thing that can be a springboard oh, no for this doubt, bullpen? No doubt about it. You just have to get past the all the negative thoughts and the, the way that things have happened and, and get back to positive momentum. Well, hopefully today is that. Mike Moustakis with the sack fly to center, driving home Tommy Pham to win it for the Reds. Fun night of baseball here at Great American Ballpark. Once again, one nothing Reds over the Mets. Yet back to you. Thanks, Tommy. Highlights are next. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Reds beat the Mets on Tuesday night, 1-0 the final score, and now to the highlights. 
The game featured two starting pitchers coming off the injured list. One a rookie, one a three-time Cy Young Award winner. Nick Lodolo made the start for the Reds. He was outstanding. He walked about her in the first but struck out three, gave up a couple of hits in the second, but both were stranded. Starling Marte singled with one out in the third, but he was caught stealing. He put two more on base in the fourth, but again, no runs scored. With two outs in the fifth, he walked Marte again. That was the end of his night. Joel Kuno replaced Lodolo, he got the final out of the inning. Here's the pitching line on Nick Lodolo, four and two-thirds innings, three hits, no runs, three walks, eight strikeouts, a wild pitch, 89 pitches, 51 for strikes. Lodolo came back out to pitch the six for Cincinnati with one out. Mark Canna reached on an infield single, moved to second on a Jonathan India throwing error, then moved to third on a fly ball to center field. At that point, Ross Detweiler replaced Lodolo and got the final out without a run scoring. Meanwhile, Max Scherzer made the start for New York, and he was certainly on his game. He put two runners on base in the second thanks to a hit and a hit batter. He gave up a base hit to Tyler Naquin in the fourth. After the Naquin hit, though, he struck out the next two batters to end that inning and then struck out all three batters in the fifth. In the bottom of the sixth, he got a ground ball, a pop-up, and ended the inning against Tommy Pham. Max Scherzer has been dealing tonight. He has struck out 10, the 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck out 11. Bam, down on strikes. Eight straight retired by Max Scherzer, the last eight that he's faced. Surprisingly, that was the last batter Scherzer would face. Surprising because he had only thrown 79 pitches in the ballgame. He did finish his night with 11 strikeouts. Ross Detweiler retired the first two batters in the top of the seventh, but then he gave up a base hit to leadoff man Brandon Nimmo. That was the end of his night. Jeff Hoffman replaced Detweiler. He gave up a base hit to Starling Marte on an 0-2 pitch, but rebounded against number three hitter Francisco Lindor. Popped up high in the air, behind home plate, and Papirski's got a play, and Lindor cannot believe it. Pops up to the catcher in foul territory. And the Mets shortstop a little unhappy, but Hoffman gets out of it. Left-hander Jolie Rodriguez took over on the mound for New York in the bottom of the seventh. He set the Reds down in order, including two strikeouts. Jeff Hoffman then came back and pitched a 1-2-3 eighth inning for Cincinnati. Tommy Hunter came on to pitch the bottom of the eighth for New York. Nixon Zell singled to begin the inning. Hunter then walked Matt Reynolds. Michael Papirski was next up. Overall this year, 3-for-22, a 125 average. He squares, gets the bunt down, third base side. A beauty picked up by the third baseman. Throw just in time to first, and Papirski beautifully executes the bunt right there. You couldn't have bunted that ball any better if you had a 1,000 tries. That was perfectly executed about six inches off the cut of the grass, and there was no choice for Escobar but to field it and throw the ball to first base. That was outstanding. For a moment, it looked like Escobar may let it roll and see if it would go foul. It was not going to go foul. Jonathan India then popped up the first pitch he saw for out number two. That brought up Brandon Drury. Two and two. The inning started with a base hit by Sinzel, the pitch. And Drury skies it in the air, short right field. Coming on in a hurry, Marte. He gets there, he's got it, and the side is retired. The Reds unable to cash in on the single and walk to start the inning. They strand runners at second and third. Hunter Strickland came on to pitch the top of the ninth for the Reds. The first batter he faced was Jeff McNeil, and Tommy Pham came up big in left field. 
The 0-2 pitch. And he whacks it in the air, left field toward the corner. Long run fam going back on it. He reaches up and makes the catch. That was a great play. Excellent running grab by Tommy Pham deep into the left field corner. How many times have we seen that ball in that location with that trajectory, extra bases? And somehow, Tommy Pham ran it down. Strickland then got a ground out and a fly ball to end the inning. Seth Lugo pitched the bottom of the ninth for the Mets. Tommy Pham led off with a double to right field. Tyler Naquin was then walked intentionally. Donovan Solano was walked unintentionally to load the bases. That brought up Mike Moustakis. The 2-1 pitch. Breaking ball ripped center field. Going back on it, the center fielder, Nimmo, he makes the catch. Pham will tag and score, and the Reds walk it off. On the sack fly to center field by Mike Moustakis. It's a heck of a win for the Reds here in this ball game, just from the simple fact that Max Scherzer started on the other side. Pham gets into the middle of the mob to give Mike Moustakis a big hug about three quarters of the way up the first baseline as the Reds walk it off one to nothing over the Mets. Reds win it one nothing. Here are the totals. For Cincinnati, one run, four hits, one error, seven left on base. For New York, no run, six hits, no errors. They strand at nine. Strickland the winner, two and two. Lugo the loser, one and two. Three hours and one minute, 13,487 on hand at Great American Ballpark. With the victory, the Reds are now 28 and 52. The Mets fall to 50 and 31. Time to head down to the Reds clubhouse and hear from starting pitcher Nick Lodolo. Were you uh, as crisp as, as you hoped to be tonight? Uh, I think in some areas. Um, I definitely thought, especially from last week, uh, in my rehab start, my curveball wasn't as good. Uh, so I was happy with I was throwing that today. Um, but still, I still feel like I need a little bit. I need to get a little better just like on picking my spots and like when to not necessarily take pitches off, but you know what I'm saying? Like where I feel like I can reach back. And today I felt like when I tried to do that, um, it was actually when I gave up the, the hit uh, to McNeil and somebody else, when I tried to just get it in there, so it just felt like blowing up the zone, honestly. So I still feel like that's something that I got to get a little bit better at, but overall I was very happy with how I threw the ball. How, how do you feel? Do you feel good? Yeah, I feel good. I, there's no question. I, I think right, right like midway through the fourth, I got a little tired. Yeah. Uh, but and I was just happy that, especially like in the fourth, I feel like after that McNeil at bat, I was pretty tired. Um, and kind of like felt like maybe I was losing a little bit, but just regathered and, and got out of the inning. So I was happy with that. Obviously, you're going against a, a very well-known pitcher also making his return, but I feel like you guys, obviously, you kept the, your team in the game against a very tough pitcher. Yeah, um, it's pretty cool to take same mound as a guy like that, um, but overall, at least when I end the game, I didn't really think about it because I'm, I'm not going to necessarily going up against him. So, uh, like I said, I was just really focused on, on their guys in the lineup. So, but very cool to, to go up against Scherzer. How important were the signs you got early starting the game with the strikeouts like you did to show you, all right, this could be a good day? Yeah, I mean, it's honestly, it's just, it's good to get the leadoff guy of the game out, kind of, at least pitcher you kind of think that helps set the tone for the day. Um, instead of just from right out the gate having to go to work necessarily, but so I was happy with that.
Wednesday night, it's the finale of the three-game series as Graham Ashcraft goes to the mound for Cincinnati. He is 4-2 with a 4.53 ERA. Lefty David Peterson will pitch for New York. He's 5-1, his ERA 3.24. We're on the air with the pregame show at 6-10. First pitch is scheduled for 6-40. And once again, the final score on Tuesday night, the Reds beat the Mets 1-0. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.